It's the Yes Yeah Yes Podcast with Marissa and Tamika. Look, I'd rather be a gambler than a meathead. I walked in, sat down, had to leave, and violently vomited. I'm not going down that hole. Come on. Don't even try me. Not today, Satan. <laughs> not today. I value my pressure. Oh, You're the cream. And the coffee is life. Life. You bring cream to my life. Once a week for an hour. <laughs> Hello. How's life? Life. Life, you're the cream to my coffee. You're the coffee. <laughs> God, come up with your own analogy. <laughs> anyway, how's it going? Good? Yeah. It's a nice sunshiny day on Long Island. When I no? recorded last week, I got, speaking of our clip, I got like, uh, I wouldn't say violently, but I got ill. <gasps> after my shot I was like at my dad's house and he took care of me in the way that he takes care of me you know toast and water but I recommend everybody get the shot because I feel a lot I feel like my mind is at ease at ease now and, and how how was like so the first day was good it was just like the second day yeah, the second shot, but they said to, to expect that. Even the pharmacist gave me the shot. I had the Moderna, <laughs> and the Moderna um, has a little bit more side effects. Um, basically, the side effects are like you're getting you're getting it, the flu. Right. Which is to be expected because it's happened with people that get the traditional flu shot, you know, so. Right. Like, uh, like I said, I'm just happy to be vaccinated. other people who get vaccinated and think about people other than themselves, you know? I, just, I mean, I, I know people have their own reasons, but I don't want to make the show about vaccinations, but I don't know. I, I haven't had a, I have not heard a valid excuse. When I hear one, I definitely will put it, you know, I'll definitely accept that, but I haven't had heard a valid excuse why people don't get vaccinated. But why are you looking at me like that? No, 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 I'm well. Everybody doesn't what, see us. Some people hear us. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, well, so you think that everyone should be vaccinated? I yeah, unless, like I said, I haven't heard a valid excuse as to why people have not been vaccinated. So I don't see okay. why people shouldn't get vaccinated. The excuses I I've heard were like the QAnon shit, you know, political reasons, mm-hmm. our freedom. We just don't want to. How about that? Like, but nobody's ever said that. I've, nobody's ever said I just don't want to do it. They come with an excuse. It's never like, oh, I, okay. I just don't want to do it. It's always like they're trying to kill us. The poison in our body, like you know what I'm saying. It's never like I just. It's just a personal choice. I don't want to do it. Okay. Just that's I, people. People. Nobody's ever said to me, or they'll say, I want to wait for other people to get vaccinated, which is fine. But I, I don't know if that's if, if 
sometimes I feel like some people use, try to come up with these shoes they feel uncomfortable just saying, I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Right. Like anything in life. You're like, I don't feel comfortable telling you that I just don't have a reason. I just don't want to do it. So I'm going to come up with a whole bunch of things, talking points that I've heard from other people. You know what I mean? Okay. But I just, you know, when I hear a, a good enough excuse to me personally, or that I've read or heard other people say, Mm -hmm. I have no choice but to respect that but the whole like you know they're trying to kill us really they're trying the the American government is trying to kill us or the people who like I saw someone who said that she went to go visit her children her her daughter and her grandchildren and they wouldn't let her in the house because there's a group of people that think that even if you're near them it messes with their fertility who is vaccinated? Yeah, so example, for example, if I'm vaccinated and I'm next to somebody who's trying to have a baby, they don't want to be near me because they feel like the waves from me, stuff that I'm giving off, could mess them up. You haven't read this? All these, there's a whole bunch of faction of people. No. By even standing next to someone who's vaccinated, messes up their fertility. I, I have not heard this. When you get off okay. This, when you get off this podcast, you're gonna go into a whole web. I don't know if you should, because I'm not going like down that rabbit. It goes down the dark web, and all of a sudden you're sending me stuff. And I'm like, these people are crazy. No, you're like entertained by that shit, and I'm like, these people. Are crazy. I I know. Why am I so entertained? I don't know. But one day you're gonna turn into my cousin and start believing that shit. Gosh, I, I hope not. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. I hope I do, but hold on though. I will say this. I, I, I do believe in some conspiracy theories. I will say I, I, I do. I do. So you believe in I mean, what? Pizza gate. What? Pizza gate. Oh, pizza gate. Do I no? Do I believe? You gotta let me know gate? if you can't hear me so I can fix my, my mic. Oh. I texted you, by the way. I didn't I didn't see it. I'm trying to stay off my phone. Oh. Um, so Pizzagate, do I believe in Pizzagate? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I believe it. I don't know if I not believe it. Um, I don't know. Really? So you believe? believe- I, I said, I don't know if I believe you know, it. I don't, believe what do you, I don't know if what I do don't know believe. about Pizzagate. Just make sure we're talking about the same thing. Um, the pedophile ring in Manhattan. Okay. All right. So moving on. Today is that show, what we're talking about? Yeah, it's a whole yeah. Pedo, but in a in a pizza pizzeria, they're they're hiding. They have a ring in the bottom of a pizzeria, and somebody goes there and shoots up the place. Oh, shoots up the place. Yeah, it's a whole thing. The whole pizza gate thing. They went into the pizzeria and shot up the, the place. They thought they were hiding children in the basement through a smuggling ring. I digress. This is a show for another for the well, well, hold on I'm, a second, to like, I'm not I'm not gonna def- wait, well hold on a second. When it comes to listen, there what what people I'm not gonna say that specific instance in, instance incident was it was fueled because they believed that Hillary Clinton was the ringleader of it. I 
Yeah. Okay. Now you're going down the, the dark hole of it all. Well, well yeah, that's, the, that's the pizza gate. That's the whole thing that spawned the whole thing with the shooting in the, the basement. Okay. But so there's components of that, that I do believe. Do I believe that there are pedophile rings out there that operate clandestinely? Right. Yes, absolutely. I do. That okay, exact pizzeria. I don't know. That's different than pizza gate. Like, I believe in pedophilia rings. I mean, the guy just they killed himself, but last year, what's his name? The, I mean, I believe in these whole rings of people that, you know, get women, young, young girls, 14, 15, mm -hmm. 16 year olds from different countries to service the needs of wealthy men. Mm -hmm. Do I believe that Hillary Clinton is the head of a ring that is smuggling people through the basements of pizzerias? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. She, so, so when you said that you don't know one way or the other, I'm like, okay, we should move. Oh on. no! See, you're go, you're delving into like the the rabbit hole of but it. That's, all. But that's PizzaGate. That's what PizzaGate was. But but okay. Let let me backtrack what I'm trying to say, or let me okay. let me clarify what I'm trying to say. Okay. I do I do believe there are pedophile rings that operate clandestinely. Okay. A thousand percent. Yes. That exact pizzeria. Exactly who's involved. I don't think I'll ever know. I don't think any of us will ever know. But yes, I do believe people operate clandestinely in the deep dark bowels, and I think that half half of the time, it's um, it's it's part of the um. What do you call that? Like, uh, it, it's your neighbor next door. You didn't even know. Like, I had a whole meth lab at the end of my block, and we have um, a chief of police, two detectives. Chief of police, two detectives, and uh, um, like a, I think he's like a, he's a cop, but I don't know what division. So four cops on the same block as a full-on meth lab. Well, that doesn't say anything to me because, I mean, if there's four cops in the same block. There's also, I mean, that's a whole nother policing. You know what I mean? Like they, they come home, they're not policing their street. You know what I mean? They they think they live in a neighborhood that's like, oh, this is perfect. It's a good neighborhood, no issues, no problem. I think most police officers don't live in the neighborhoods they patrol in terms of like crime-ridden neighborhoods. They don't expect to find Walter White in their neighborhood. You know what I mean? But so when you say four police officers. But I'm making the point to say that I'm not making the point to say that these cops should have known. What I'm saying is that I believe people operate clandestinely right. in doing, you know, probably right. not the best things for society. Well, I'm just going to say for the record, I personally do not believe that Hillary Clinton is the ring, the head of a pedophilia ring that operates out of a pizzeria in Washington, D.C. I just don't. And then, then, then we can all move on from there. Happy Mother's Day, Hillary. So today's show is um, is is a Mother's Day themed show. Uh, so let is my audio a little bit better? It's a lot better. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Um, today's show is Celeb Moms, TV Moms, and Our Moms, a Mother's Day show. Um, okay. So we've all we we have this weird obsession as a country, I believe, with celebs and the unknown and the fantastical. 
And so we love, we love to compare our lives to the lives of our neighbor, the lives of people on TV, the lives of celebrities we've never met, and make assumptions about whether if they're real people, make assumptions about how they've raised their kids, or make assumptions about like TV moms, like this is, this is how most families are supposed to live. Meanwhile, you know, your mom's like, get in the house, eat your dinner, don't throw eat every scrap of it. You know, you don't see that shit on TV, really. They, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I right. wanted to, to like have a conversation about, you know, our, our moms and not necessarily, it doesn't have to be necessarily our moms, but how we're <laughs> our mother figures mm-hmm. and um, in comparison to celeb and television mothers. Was there like a mom when you were like a little kid that you can think of on like TV or celeb? It's like hard because there's, there's so much TV in the years, in the 40 plus years we've been alive. Like mm-hmm. trying, even preparing for the show, I'm like the TV mom from back in the day from, you know, before we were born, like the I Love Lucy mom. Like I didn't see her as a mother, even though she had a, she had a son. On little the Ricky. Yeah. And then, you know, the Donna Reed show and all those mm-hmm. shows and you know leave it to beaver they were right. like hands-off moms that like gave everything to the father to do like he was a disciplinarian all she did was like cook and you know and just be home iron his iron the kids clothes you know fix a ribbon you know in the girls mm-hmm. it was never really it didn't seem believable and then as time grew on you know you, you see you know, Brady Bunch, and as you get older, Parsha's family, you know, it's just very different. You know what I wanted? Mrs. Garrett. Somebody right. who just listened she to She was a mother. She had two sons, but they only, they never really came on the show. No, but she was just somebody there to just listen, and like, you know, and and, and she was always encouraging. Yep. And she had like, <laughs> she had no biases. No. She was like, you know, just what do what you show called. Do. Facts of life. Facts of life. Wait. Even when she was on different strokes. Remember when she was, she was on different strokes? She, yes. She got um. She they gave her her own show. She was popular. She with. was. So yes, yeah, I thought she was a good mother figure, definitely. Especially considering they considering they all had mothers that whenever they de- depicted the mom on the show, it was like so involved. I'm like really yeah your kids but weren't they in a boarding school yeah like all year yeah <laughs> even though they, and then they owned a, they came then home. They opened, and then they opened a candy store somehow yeah and they all like live together still like i don't even like when i think about friends from elementary school and beyond mm-hmm. like, I, I don't like i have facebook friends from high school but i don't really have a relationship with them like from school like do you um like a relationship a relationship but uh, but that word is so subjective no a relationship in the sense that okay I can break it down relationship where you call this person you don't send them a, a text or a direct message or something or post on their birthday happy birthday but you call them hey what are you getting into and they're cooking having a conversation like a real conversation i don't do that with anybody on the phone you do that with me what are you talking about oh 
but okay. I'm an afterthought, I know. No, you're not an afterthought. I just like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I have you to talk to your brother. Oh, like you'll have a conversation with your brother. You have yeah. conversations with, with your cousin. Like yeah. it's not, I'm talking about like, do you have friends who you used to talk to like every day at school? And like, you just, now you continue to have a relationship with them. That's going to be a no. Yeah. The same here. Like I don't, but I have work friends after school. You know what I mean? <laughs> after school. <laughs> but like that's why the facts of life doesn't seem believable. Cause yeah. they all four of them remained friends and opened a business together. Really? Yeah. And then to find out behind the scenes that Tootie and, and Blair were friends in real life. Really? I'm sorry, it's Tootie and Joe, because they were close oh, okay. in age. Tootie and Joe. Okay. I would, I but on the show is Natalie and Tootie. You know what I'm saying? So you're thinking. Yeah. See, this is why TV is make believe, and so we can't <laughs> we can't turn to those those aspects of life to determine you know whether someone is or is not a good mom per se. What about the 90210 mom? Oh, they were never around either. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 I no. did put together. But, uh, go ahead. But I, I would say that television doesn't usually portray a parent child relationship as a friendship or a bond. It's always like when you look at like kids programming, I'll, I'll use like today's shows. Like um, it's always like, you know, like the dopey dad who's like, yo, mm, bloopy. And like right. the mom who's always trying to be like, yeah, kids, I'm young. Oh, what's up, guys? I'm wearing the same thing. Right. You know? So it's like, it's never really like, you know, but it's TV. like, I'm the mother and you're the child. I don't care if you're, you know, 50. It's never yeah. like a, a friendship, really. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I put together a collage based on some of our thoughts. So we can talk about okay. some of these, these mothers. You able to see it okay? Mm-hmm. How did I forget Sophia? So Sophia to me was one of those where you were talking about moms and friends. She was one of those mothers who seemed yes. like a friend to her daughter and her daughter's friends. And I yes. could believe, I could believe, um, like I could see my mother being friendly with my friends. Yeah. Like, like my mom lived with me, you know, my like yeah. It's it to me. That's why that show was so good because it, in a lot of ways, it was believable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's like okay, so Sophia to me, she was like the perfect mom. You know what I mean? She's yeah. like picture it. Yeah, <laughs> picture it. She'd tell her daughter like you know, you you are you're you had a you had a date really? Who was interested in you? You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That same token, like I love you, baby pussycat. She always called a pussycat. Like she, Aww. you know what I mean? So I think she, she would um, bust her chops, but she would, yeah. also, you know, yeah, be, be a, a mother, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so I liked her, <laughs> even though she's been canceled, quote unquote, Roseanne to me was like, she was like a perfect TV mom because she was like, she was relatable. She was involved. Yeah. She was she way showed over involved. But what, you know, that's kind of what kids want yeah. from their moms in a lot of, even though like a lot of us when at that age, we wouldn't have admitted that we wanted an overly, you know, involved mother. Overbearing, yeah. Overbearing, yeah, exactly. Um, but we all do. 
Exactly. Act like you care. Shit. Right? You know? And then to see how the show has evolved today. And it's a it's a it's a good show because you don't you don't normally see a show or characters age 20 something years, 30, almost 30 years. Cause you figure like Darlene on the show, she was like, she's like my age. I think we're like a, a year or two apart. So she's like wow. six or so, 40, so I, I don't know. I'm not remembering the exact age, but on the show, she was like, she started at like 12, 11 or 12. So the evolution of those characters is right. cool to see. Cause you don't get to see that people are like, yeah. and then when you see them years later, you're like, wow, you look old. And meanwhile, they look their age, but yeah but you've been looking at them for so long and you continue to look at them you know you still yeah eats and stuff so it's like oh my gosh anybody stand out for you uh well (laughs) my queen chris jenner (laughs) i'm obsessed okay so first of all i mean hail to the queen i gotta say this bitch made fucking wine out of water she took literally nothing and made something out of it and continues to do that. Like, I don't know how many times on this show she has sold and resold and repackaged in so many different ways. Like, you want to talk about merchandising? The Kardashians have every, I feel like every corner of the merch market you can think of. They used to have websites, they had apps, they had like whatever you can think of, a Kardashian name is on it. Um, and Momager is getting her, her coins. And you know what, what you see on the show, as much as they, you know, like, oh, you're so annoying. Why are you so involved? But they don't do any step of their life without her. And they seem very close. And me, for what I want for my kids is that not that I, listen, it would be my dream that they didn't make a move without like checking in with me first, of course. But um, it's just a dream. I think it would be a dream to have that kind of relationship with my kids where not only are they comfortable enough to tell me the dirty, but they're comfortable enough to tell me the, the amazing things, you know, the highs and lows, and you want that relationship. Okay. So, and then uh, Chrissy Teigen, love her. Um, she has uh, three children, um, one rainbow and two living. And she just seems to be just there for it. Rainbow for the people that don't know. She has a child who passed. um, I I don't think the baby passed in utero. I can't remember. Um, But her son, Jack, uh, died at birth. Um, Actually, and then he wouldn't be a rainbow baby. Never mind. Um, And then she's got her her two living children, Luna and Miles. And she's just so involved. Like if you look at her social media, she's always cooking with them and seeing them. And she's just laughing all the time with them. And she's also not, she tells you how like, you know, there's moments where there's high and there's low. And, you know, she just tries to always encourage them to just enjoy the moment that they're in. I appreciate that from a mom. So the thing that like, when I compare the two, um, like, with Chris Jenner, we see how she has raised her children. Chrissy, mm. how she's raising them. Right. Everything was all good just a week ago. You know, your kid can be a crackhead. You know, it's like, oh, she did such a great job. And then like, oh, yeah, we had to, you know, put such and such in rehab because 
and then the kid comes out late mommy wasn't there she was she was so busy for the gram you know you're like oh, oh. posting a lot you know <laughs> like so so until until oh, somebody comes out like as an adult yeah 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 like past 20 something and you're like okay like I, I look at um what's his name that's married to um uh oh, damn what's her name oh man i can't he his father was was, was he spartacus and then and then him and then his son michael douglas michael, michael douglas what's his wife's name Catherine Zeta-Jones. Right. So his first wife and him, he had, they had a son and the son was all these legal troubles, drugs, went to jail, you know, and, but like as a kid, it's like he's in, in the movies with them and it's like he's such a good kid. You know what I mean? Until this person is like an adult on their own, like when it comes to celebrity, I can't mm -hmm. really give a good indication. And is it fair to, now that I'm thinking, is it fair to blame the parent for a kid becoming a drug addict? What responsibility does a parent bear in that? Um, we'll say mother because we're talking about moms, but it's parents really. That's such an interesting question because so there, there's, there's a certain point in your life where you no longer have the excuse to say it was my upbringing, it was this, it was that, it was my parents, whatever. Um, I don't know when at that moment changes. I really don't, but as far as um, you, as uh, I don't know if there's an age, I don't know if there's a moment, but <clears throat> the responsibility a parent has is to make sure that their children have solid ground and that could be anywhere. Um, you know, they feel wanted and loved. And I think when you have all those components, um, that addiction monster doesn't rear its ugly head because, you know, while I do think addiction is, you know, a lot of that has to do with genetics. I think we look. Oops, I lost you. Uh, guys, we'll be right back with Marissa. I don't know what happened to her. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we're back. Uh, all right, so what were you saying? Do you remember what you were saying? Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> so it was so sudden. But I think we were just talking about, you know, moms. And yeah. TV and. You just want your mom to be there, overbearing. Exactly. But, overbearing but I, mean, I, don't, I don't think we even got to the mom, but I just like the difference between Chrissy and. And, and, um, Oh yeah, Chris um, Jenner. Chris Jenner. It's like, like, oh, with the, with the drug thing, the, the uh, you blame. Right. At what point are you responsible? At what point are you as an adult responsible? And not no longer. So my thing is like, what, like, at what point do you say I have a lifetime responsibility because my kids started using drugs at, as a twelve year old? Oh. Like that's heartbreaking. You don't need to absolve yourself because now they're they're eighteen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you don't I don't think a parent ever stops being a parent and taking responsibility for the choices that they've made in the lives of their children. 
Now, do as a child, do you continuously blame your parents when you know better? You're supposed to do better. So there's no, no there comes a point where you have to take ownership. Right. But I don't, at the same time, like, as a, as a minor, it's like, okay, well, they got here, like, you have to take some responsibility in that as a parent, like, they got here because I didn't see, I wasn't paying attention, whatever the case may be, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're crying out and I didn't notice. And so, you know, when we look at Kris Jenner, we see how her children are adults now with children. Right. So do we say, do we pick and choose who she did a good job with and who she hasn't? Well, she had two younger ones when her show started. What? There were two younger ones when the show started. Right. So, I mean, we did see how she did raise her kids. Right. Now, but do we, I'm talking about how they, how they ended up, because if we're going to equate success to be monetary, then okay, she was, she's been a successful mother. No, I, I'm talking strictly in terms of how her kids and her, like, the the perception of their relationship, how they're always checking in with her when it's, even if it's good or bad, they're always checking in with her. They right. always seem to be together. They're always talking about, you know, it's Mother's Day. I have to make sure my mom feels special. It's her birthday, and we want to make sure she feels celebrated. It's when they talk about gra- uh, their grandmother, MJ when they talk about each other, they really do try to make each other feel celebrated. And the way you see that they react to their siblings' children, to each other's children, it's always like, hi, give me a kiss, come here. You know what I mean? And like, there's like such an excitement, even for each other's children. Right. You don't always get that. And that I think is a a successful parenting situation. Right, right. Yeah, I could definitely... um... I could definitely see that, see that aspect. So before we go back to talking about real life mothers, we'll go back to TV moms again. Okay. So we got Claire Huxtable, who she continuously voted like one of the top 10 favorite TV moms. Yeah. But I mean, like what made her so great? Um, I mean, I don't know. She was know. there. She was present. Okay. She talked to her kids. She gave them real life lessons. And she was also their champion. And she worked. Yeah, and she worked. That's that's a good, good ass. And a good ass job too, you know? Do you remember the episode where she goes to visit one of her kids' apartments with the husband? Oh, yeah. And like there's something with the, yeah. And it's like, tell them your mother-in-law's here. Tell them I'm a lawyer. And it's like, you know what I mean? That's what you <laughs> want, right? You, yes! you don't want to have to ask for it though. No, you don't want to have to ask for it. And that's the whole thing. And then even like, you know, it's like, like, I don't know. It's just like, you want to make sure that your parents always got your back. You don't want to turn around and be like, can you help me? Like, you're standing right here, bitch. Hook up, hook me up. It's true. <sighs> like, like, even with, when it comes to, on a personal level, when it comes to my mom, it's like, like, I, I'd be like, damn. I know if I ask my mom for $20, she, she'd, she'd give them to me, no questions asked. But just the feeling of, like, mom, can I get 20? You know what I mean? It just. Yeah. You know? And so, like, when the thing that made Claire relatable and it's the same thing that I experienced in my life, it's just, 
a mother will give you what you need without you having to ask it. A good mother isn't yeah. too good that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, oh my God, I prayed yeah, to you that way. Good. She was good. What about Bo from uh, Blackish? So, like, I don't know if you watch the show, but or I do it, watch but. the show. So I think um, I think she's good. I think she's a she's a good mother, but I think she's also one of those. She's an epitome of today's mom, like trying to be young, like trying to be <laughs> like hip, like I'm I'm not as old as you know. I might have like kids in college, but whatever. I can dip and I got it. a new baby too. Exactly. Dip it it. At preschool with your kid, like come on, you know your back hurts. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I like to see it. But you know what else I like to see? How she just like, um, she 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 does the whole like, this is how they feel. So let's honor that. You know right. what I mean? I appreciate that. Right. I you know especially you always want to do that when it's like, you know, your child. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So then we have Jada in real life, and I this goes back to I put her on there because it goes back to what I was mentioning before where. Okay, it's great to see them as kids, but now they're adults. We see what you've done. We see we get to open up the pe- present that's been sitting there for twenty years, right? And so I, you know, I think overall she's she's been a good mother, considering the celebrity trappings, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not, you know, I I saw her on social media the other day her daughter. For, for Mother's Day reunited Jada's old um, rock band, Wicked Wisdom. And oh, like yes. that to me is a, and she sang with them. You know what I mean? It's like. I love that. that, that I thought that cool. was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, it seemed to be very like, you know, that's my mother, that's my friend. And that, at the end but, of the day, don't, isn't that what you want? Remember all those years people kept like shitting on them? Like those kids raised themselves. What the hell are they doing? Why yep. is he in a skirt today? Meanwhile, right. now everybody wears skirts. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? You know what I, the hair, like she, they cut her hair, she cut her hair off. What's wrong with her? Yeah. Like every but it's like they, they really went in on them and those kids. And yep. it was like, he's wearing a skirt. He's not like caught with like some hooker, underage hooker. He's right. wearing a skirt. You right. know what I mean? And it was just like one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It, it was so like, they really went in on her and she just stood steadfast in her and she didn't explain it because it wasn't right. for no, it wasn't for nobody to be explained about. Like it is what it, it is. It, you know, I, the last thing a mom needs to do is make excuses for her kid. You, yeah. You know, you can do that in, in the privacy home. Why the fuck did you do this? But you know, support me in public yes that's that's yeah that's what i pray that's the kind of mom i pray to be but we'll find out in a few years yeah what exactly mom, what kind of mom you was what do you think about angelina jolie love love and and i feel like she has made concerted efforts to not only honor and support her children's um, ethnic backgrounds. She's honoring, supporting legit every background in the world. She wants to make sure that her kids are comfortable and knowledgeable globally to look at things on the macro, not just the micro. I, I'm i into it. I don't know how she talks to them at the kitchen table, but 
Who we'll knows? We'll find out later. We'll find out later. <laughs> but at, <laughs> from what we see now, seems it seems to be all right. All right. So, the, go ahead. The only thing I will say is that, again, media does that whole thing how um, she's never come out to say, I, I, at least I don't think, I'm not aware how she, how her children identify themselves and how they, you know, present to the world. I don't think she's ever talked about that, but um, I think they're kids. They're not celebrities. They're not making movies and on the red carpet and, you know, the entertainment circle, so to speak. So whatever you see out there, that's shut your mouth. You don't need to print about nobody's babies. And if, you know, all of a sudden she switched it up and now she looks like a girl or she used to look like a boy, like that's not for you to decide. You don't know what's going on. But see, here's the one thing I have to say though. Mm -hmm. It's like celebrities who get upset, like this happens on social media right now with, um, is it Erica Mena, Safari's wife? I think that's her name. She's all upset at Wendy Williams because Wendy Williams like had a lot to say about her. You push right. it out on social media. You bring, like, Angelina Jolie brings her kids out there. But, does she, but just just as a picture, she doesn't talk about them. She doesn't do the whole. But I mean, when I she put them out there, you you open them up to criticism. I ain't seen Halle Berry's kids since they was born. Yeah. She don't bring them on the red carpet. She doesn't do any of that. So it's like, you, what? You set them up for criticism when you put them in a position. Like, I could see if it was like where the paparazzi is stalking them, but she specifically brings them out and does what she did a whole photo spread with her and Brad. Like, what, was, what magazine was that? Vanity Fair or something like that? I don't remember. But remember when they first got together right after Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah. Like, everybody was like, wow, um, your kid looks just like both of them combined. It's like, you made the concerted effort to put them. I don't know what Janet Jackson's kid looked like. Oh. Except for when the baby was first born. Yeah. So I bet that baby's cute as hell. Right. But like that baby's got to be like six or seven now. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. Oh, yeah. We don't know what the kid looks like. Maybe yeah. the kid's like six. You know, like, so. My point though, I'm gonna Google that that baby's three months old. <laughs> no, because she was with she was with her, her husband at the time when the baby was born and they got a divorce like when the baby was like almost one. You know what you know what gets me? You know when people have a whole baby and then you come to find out after the baby's like two years old, like what's um what's um uh Eva Ava Eva Mendez and uh, right. Ryan Gosling? Exactly. You're like how'd y'all do that? That's my point. Like you, you, your kids are in the limelight because you let them be in the limelight. That's There's so many celebrities that just don't have their kids. Nobody knows what their kids look like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like I said, it's one thing if it's a paparazzi shot, you're on vacation from, from a distance. It's another thing when you bought them on the red carpet to that your so-called, so-called job. This is just, yeah. this is just work. How many parents bring their kids to work if it's not like bring your kid to work day? So Somebody. Angelina Jolie, go, go, go back there with, with her. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sure she's a good mom, but we'll, we'll, we shall see. And then I don't trust see. nobody. 
I honestly don't trust nobody, to be honest, that, like, does not get along with their parents. Like, you don't have a relationship. Oh. Like, right That's before the mom one. died is, like, when she kind of, like, speaking around. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay. Like, how can I really, like, trust somebody? Like, it's even, like, when you're when you're dating someone. And yeah. like, well, you're not dating. But if I go on a date and a guy has kids, and he's, like, his baby's mother's a bitch. Like, really? Like, how can I fuck with you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you dating somebody, say, I don't speak to my mom. Really? Y'all had an argument or y'all just don't, you haven't spoken to each other in years. What's the story here? Yeah. How can you not have a, and, and she's not a drug addict. She got a whole job. She's a teacher or some shit. Like, how is <laughs> she that? Got a whole job. She got a whole she got a job. Whole job. <laughs> You know oh man, so, yeah. Is that bad? Anyway, I hope my kids never stop talking to me. I'd be devastated. Speaking of talking to moms, I talk to my mom, and I'd like to, you know, we have our mom oh. enter up this, this yes collage. So I I'll go first because I'm already talking. Um, love you, mom. Happy Mother's Day. She's a she's a great mother. We've had our ups and downs, but the the ups have far outweighed the downs especially as we've gotten older and you know we go on vacation together we have a good time and honestly the only thing that i can do is blame her for not being in a relationship because i'm like first i used to blame you because i'm like look if a guy can't measure up to marissa then it's just not now it's like look if he can't make me want to go on vacation with him as opposed to my mother then he's just not the one <laughs> he ain't the one <laughs> so mom i need you to like chill with you know, making me have a good time so I can seek out a new partner. Oh my gosh. Happy Mother's Day. And you? Um, that's a real, I love that picture. Thank you for choosing that picture. I'm sorry, it's um, prop. Like I, I had to choose between the rose or her whole face. No, I like it. And you know what? I looked at that picture and I was like, oh, I see a resemblance with myself. I never saw a resemblance with myself and her. But in that picture, just right now, for some reason, I was like, I feel like we same tribe in it. Like there's something in there that, that makes me feel like we're the same tribe. I will say this is the first year where my grief has not overtaken me with hatred for my mother. So full circle moment. Only you, have took... to, you have to speak on that a little bit because you just be um. putting shit out there and then moving on. <laughs> so my mom died uh, 11, 12 years ago. 12 years ago, um, and it went from to horrific grief to absolute anger and hatred, and full circle. I, uh, I, see, I see the good this year. <laughs> My first Mother's Day. That's 12 years, but hey, you're there. Hey, I'm here. I don't know about Father's Day. I, we'll see what happens when that one Look, this up. is about mothers. That's this is about your, mothers. Like, let's not they need to go back where yeah so um for this mother's day for my mom i will i will be grateful for i don't know if it's the genetics i don't know if it's because i speak of her still so they're um on the forefront of my kids brain occasionally mm -hmm. but i see um very good lessons that i've taken from her and i've tried to impart with my kids so i'm grateful for that and I'm grateful for, um, it's like, uh, like I traveled a lot and yeah, 
I, I travel a certain kind of way. And if you can't measure up, I ain't traveling with you. But that's because her. Um, but yes, I wish her a very happy Mother's Day. Um, I don't know if my if my belief system says that she's either reincarnated or still watching over us. I don't know. Um, I haven't fully decided all that yet. But if she's watching, hopefully she'd be proud. If she's reincarnated, I hope that she's in such an amazing place. If she and was happy reincarnated, what do you think she would want to come back as? Uh, her damn self, a woman. Herself. She probably, if she's reincarnated, she's definitely my daughter, for sure. Because <laughs> I, I never, I never understood. Like, there's some like, there's just, I don't know if it's like the DNA or whatever it is, but, and I, I don't know if you can attest to this, but I think my mini me and my mother are so alike that it's, it's like, but how'd you even do that? Because you didn't even know her, right? Yeah, so if she's reincarnated, I gave birth to her because she's for real here. She got the attitude and everything. Well, you never know. She yeah. Be, she could very well be reincarnated. Reincarnated. Very well. I like how I look. Like I like the way the 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 green screen looks on both of us. Why? Oh, your hair is in a pony. I didn't realize. Yeah, okay. my hair is like. <laughs> Is there? <laughs> it's crazy. And I'm, I look like I'm lower than you, but I'm in my car. But I'm also sitting very close to the camera and I'm sitting on something. I'm propped up higher. <laughs> Your skin looks amazing, by the way. Anyway. Um, so any, yeah, so happy Mother's Day to all of the, the Madres out there um and the mother figures mother figures the aunt shout out to my aunt who is she's she's been a mother figure she's a friend and um you know shout out to him um so i want to make a transition to whoops it's time for to read those books and now let me change my screen to my other virtual background. There we go. Ah. It is Tamika's thoughts, not Marissa's. But you can keep it up if you wish. For those that are watching. Um just have to get to my my um my word. So I got a text asking for my support of Hunter Gross for Huntington Town Council. The brief text outlined his age, which is 25, his goals to end corruption in the town hall, climate change, small businesses as it pertains to COVID-19, and making sure working families can afford to stay in the town of Huntington. All good stuff on the surface, but anyone that knows our, our town knows there is a huge racial divide. And so I replied, what is his stance on race relations? It was a reply back that has prompted me to speak out on this week's Tamika's Thoughts. You see, he said that Hunter wasn't taking money from the PBA or law enforcement organizations and that he supports the legalization of marijuana so we can invest in black and brown communities who were failed by the war on drugs. 
My question is, why do so, so many politicians, specifically local politicians, only always equate drugs and law enforcement with the question about race relations? Why didn't the response include an agreement to support fair employ employment opportunities within the town, including the hall and other local government facilities? Why didn't his response include, include a commitment to ensuring fair and equal practices within the planning, building, and zoning departments? Don't get me started on the inequalities when it comes to fair housing within the town that I love so much. My point isn't to get on Hunter Gross or anyone like him, but to simply point out that drugs and law enforcement shouldn't be the first nor the only thing that comes to mind when thinking of the needs of black and brown people. It's a tiresome stance. And if the state of Georgia taught me anything, it's that my vote counts. All right, Marissa. I wish you a happy Mother's Day. Uh, thank you very much. 2020, you won. Happy Daughter's Day. No such thing, but a nice sentence. Listen, people wouldn't be mothers without kids. Yeah. The celebration is to you. You know, I was thinking, I, you know, it, it, was, it was crazy. I was thinking about um, your boy because his birthday is coming up and, mm -hmm. and he just like, like, I can't have kids for whatever medical, I mean, I know what the medical reasons are, but the fact that I can't have kids, like, he's like, I'm so blessed. Like he's my favorite. Okay. Out of, <laughs> out of every kid. I love my niece and nephew. I love your other kids. <laughs> so mad about that boy. You're to my heart. Like, I feel like he was the forgotten one. Even though he wasn't, but I put that in my head. They don't care about <laughs> you the way I care about you. <laughs> and one day, he's going he's gonna to recognize. Like, he's at the age now where he's like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be a day where he's going to sit back and be like, damn. She really did the extra. My, she, you know, she had my back. Yeah. So I want to wish him a happy birthday, along with happy Mother's Day to you, happy Mother's Day to my aunt and my mom and all the other mothers out there that listen to the show. And um, yeah, where can they catch us? Yep, yeah, yes, 18 on Instagram and Twitter, the Yep, yeah, yes podcast on Facebook, any streaming device, all you got to do is say said device, please play the Yep, yeah, yes podcast. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Holler. <laughs> Bye now. Happy May. Bye now. <laughs>